1: And now, Hebraic Roots teacher Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries International.
0: Shalom, I'm Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries, and we welcome you to today's teaching on the subject, The Spiritual Understanding of the Festival of First Fruits. This is part three of the series. What is the meaning of the term young men? It refers to the youth among the firstborn who offered burnt offerings. Now, when Israel committed the unnameable act, that is the golden calf, they said, let the firstborn come and offer sacrifices to it. It says, and they rose up early on the morrow, and they offered burnt offerings, and they brought peace offerings. As a result of the sin of the golden calf, the firstborn do not play the priestly role to offer sacrifice, the God of Israel gives this function to the Levite. Exodus chapter 32 verse 25 and 26 says, And when Moses saw that the people were naked, for Aaron had made them naked unto their shame among their enemies, then Moses stood in the gate of the camp and said, Who is on the Lord's side? Let him come unto me, and all the sons of Levi gather themselves together unto him. The firstborn in all Israel lose their priesthood function cause of sexual sin which is connected with the sin of the golden calf. They, the firstborn in fact, would have been worthy of assuming the priestly office and the duties of the Levites if they had not sinned in connection with the incident of the golden calf. For originally the firstborn offered sacrifices as it says, and he sent the young men of the children of Israel who offered burnt offerings. Exodus chapter 24 verse 5 Who caused the firstborn to forfeit all this glory? The cause was their having exalted themselves and worshiped the golden calf. Thus we find that the firstborn Israelites fell from their greatness as a result of the incident of the golden calf. This comes from Midrash Rabbah Numbers chapter 6 section 2. As a result, the Levite become priests. In Midrash Rabbah Numbers chapter 4 section 8 says, God said to them, I have given promotion to the firstborn having made them great in the world and they've renounced me and have risen and offered sacrifices before the calf. Behold, i shall dismiss the firstborn and enroll the sons of levi therefore the holy one blessed be he told moses to number them as it says number the children of levi numbers chapter 3 verse 15 continuing on in midrash rabad numbers chapter 4 section 8 said rabbi judah the levite who suggested to you that god dismissed the firstborn from the sacrificial duties and enrolled the sons of levi because it says take the levite in numbers chapter 3 verse 45 instead of whom take the Levites instead of all the firstborn among the children of Israel and the cattle of the Levites instead of their cattle and the Levite shall be mine I am the Lord in Numbers chapter 8 verse 18 it says and I have taken the Levite for all the firstborn of the children of Israel first fruits or bikarim were brought to the Levite in Numbers chapter 10 verses 34 and 35 it is written and we cast the lots among the priests the Levite and the people." for the wood offering to bring it under the house of our God after the houses of our fathers at times appointed year by year to burn upon the altar of the Lord our God as it is written in the Torah and to bring the first fruits, this is Bikarim, of our ground and the first fruits, Bikarim of all fruits, of all trees year by year, under the house of the Lord. The firstborn were brought to the Levite. Nehemiah chapter 10 verse 36. Also the firstborn, that is Bikor, of our sons and of our cattle, as it is written in the Torah, and the firstlings of our herds and our flocks to bring to the house of our God under the priests that ministered in the house of our God. In addition, the first of all things, which is the reshits, in tithes were brought to the Levites. Nehemiah chapter 10, verse 37. And that we should bring the first fruits, which is reshit, the first of all things, of our dough, and our offerings, and the fruit of all manner of trees, of wine and of oil, unto the priest, to the chamber of the house of our God, and the tithes of our ground unto the Levite, that the same Levites might have the tithes in all the cities of our tillage. It is now mentioned in Midrash Rabbah, Exodus chapter 19, section 7, that that the Messiah is a firstborn. Rabbi Nathan said, The Holy One blessed be, he told Moses, Just as I have made Jacob a firstborn, for it says, Israel is my son, my firstborn, Exodus chapter 4 verse 22, so will I make King Messiah a firstborn, as it says, I also will appoint him firstborn. Psalm chapter 89 verse 28. If you look at Psalm 89 verse 28, this is literally speaking about David. So the interpretation when it's speaking about David it's speaking about King Messiah so here in the Midrash Rabbah it mentions that King Messiah will be a firstborn and the association in Psalm 89:28 is he's also going to be a king Messiah is the firstborn son of Miriam in Matthew chapter 1 verses 24 and 25 then Joseph being raised from sleep did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him and took unto him his wife and knew her not till she had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Yeshua. Yeshua, the Messiah, is referred to as being a firstborn in Colossians chapter 1, verse 15, who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature. Next verse, Colossians chapter 1, verse 16, for by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. Now, Colossians chapter 1, verse 18. And he is the head, the rosh. He's the head of the body, the congregation, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminent. Yeshua is the firstborn of the creation. The body of Messiah is also referred to as being a congregation of firstborn. In Hebrews chapter 12 verses 22 and 23 it is written, but you are come unto Mount Zion unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to an innumerable company of angels, to the general assembly and congregation of the firstborn which are written in heaven and to God the judge of all and to the spirits of just men made perfect. Yeshua is not only... the firstborn of creation, but he is also our high priest. Hebrews chapter 3 verse 1, Hebrews chapter 4 verse 14. Wherefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest of our profession, Mashiach Yeshua. Seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Yeshua, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. Not only is Yeshua the high priest, but the body of Messiah is called a holy priesthood. 1 Peter chapter two verse five, and then First Peter chapter two verse nine. In addition to Revelation chapter five verse ten says, "You also, as lively stones, are built up a." spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Yeshua HaMashiach. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should show forth the praises of Him who has called you out of darkness into His marvelous light. In Revelation chapter 5 verse 10, it is written, He has made us unto our God kings and priests, and we will reign on the earth. Yeshua is not only the first Born of creation. He is not only the high priest, but he is also the king of Israel. Zechariah chapter 14, verse 16. It shall come to pass that every one that is left of all the nations which came against Jerusalem shall even go up from year to year to worship the king, the Lord of hosts, that is, Yeshua the Messiah, and to keep the feast of tabernacles. In John chapter 1, verse 49, it is written Nathanael answered and said unto him, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You You are the king of Israel. John chapter 12 verse 12 and verse 13 says the following. On the next day much people that were come to the feast when they heard that Yeshua was coming to Jerusalem. Took branches of palm trees and went forth to meet him and cried Hosanna. Blessed is the king of Israel that comes in the name of the Lord. The body of Messiah are referred to as being kings in Yeshua. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 12 says, If we suffer, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he will deny us also. Who reigns? Kings. Revelation chapter 1, verse 6, He has made us kings and priests unto God and his Father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Revelation chapter 5, verse 10, He has made us unto our God kings and priests, and we will reign on the earth. Yeshua is the firstborn of the creation. He's the high priest. He's the King of Israel. Being in Messiah, the body of Messiah is a congregation of firstborn. The body of Messiah is a congregation of kings and priests. So that which Adam originally had in the status that he had, the body of Messiah has in the Messiah. First fruits is a harvest festival. Exodus chapter 23 verse 14 and verse 16 Three times you shall keep a feast unto me in the year. In the feast of harvest, the first fruits of your labors, which you have sown in the field. In the feast of ingathering which is in the end of the year when you have gathered in your labors out of the field. A sheaf in the Bible represent a person or people. We can see this in Genesis chapter 37 verse 5 and verse 7. Joseph dreamed dream and he told it to his brethren and they hated him yet the more for behold we were binding sheaves in the field and lo my sheaf arose and also stood upright and behold your sheaves stood round about and made obedient to my sheaf so here in the dream a sheaf represents a person or people the harvest is the exiles of Israel returning and gathering them and proclaiming good news to them the good news of Messiah and they need to follow Torah. Psalm 126 verse 1 and verse 6 says when the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion we were like them that dream. He that goes forth and weep bearing precious seed shall doubtless come again with him bringing his sheaves with him. The exiles of Israel who are returning are referred to as being sheaves that are returning. They are sheaves of the harvest. The harvest are those who accept Yeshua as the Messiah Jeremiah chapter 8 verse 20 the harvest is past the summer is ended and we are not redeemed saved or delivered Hosea chapter 6, verse 11. Also, O Judah, he has set a harvest for you when I have returned the captivity of my people. When I return the captivity of my people, a harvest is set for Judah. In other words, Judah is a part of that harvest. Joel chapter 3, verse 13. Put you in the sickle, for the harvest is ripe. What's the harvest referred to here? Come, get you down, for the press is full, the vats overflow, for the wickedness is great. Multitudes, multitudes in the valley of decision. The harvest is ripe, multitudes. In the valley of decision. For the day of the Lord is near in the valley of decision. Now in Mark chapter 4 verses 26 through 29 it is written he said so is the kingdom of God as if a man should cast seed into the ground and should sleep and rise night and day and the seed should spring and grow up he knows not how for the earth brings forth fruit of herself first the blade the first fruit first the blade then the ear after that the full corn of the ear so the harvest is first the first fruit and then the fullness of the harvest but when the fruit is brought forth, that's the fullness of it, immediately he puts in the sickle because the harvest is come. Now let's look at themes of Aviv or Nisan 17. The themes of Aviv or Nisan 17 which is three days following Passover which is Nisan 14. The theme of Nisan or Aviv 17 is resurrection deliverance and new beginnings. Let's see how this is so. Noah's ark rested on Mount Ararat On Aviv or Nisan 17. In order to understand this, we need to realize that from Genesis chapter 1 to Exodus chapter 12, when dates are mentioned in the Bible, we use what is referred to as the civil calendar, where Aviv or Nisan is the seventh month and Tishrei is the first month. It is stated in Scripture that Aviv or Nisan is the first month and became the first month as it was declared and decreed by the God of Israel in Exodus chapter 12, verse 1. So Genesis chapter Chapter 8, verse 4 is prior to the God of Israel saying, Aviv or Nisan is going to be your first month. And it says in Genesis chapter 8, verse 4 And the ark rested in the seventh month on the seventeenth day of the month upon the mountains of Ararat. So this would be Aviv or Nisan seventeen. Israel crosses the Red Sea on Aviv or Nisan seventeen. Exodus chapter 5, verse 3 says, They said, The God of the Hebrews has met with us. Let us go, we pray thee, three days journey into the desert and sacrifice unto the Lord our God. So the request was to go three days. Well, they they killed the Passover lamb on the 14th and if three days following that is the 17th. Exodus chapter 14 verse 29 But the children of Israel walked upon dry land in the midst of the sea and the waters were a wall unto them on their right hand and also on their left. Israel eat the fruit of the promised land on Aviv or Nisan 17 when they go into the promised land. This was the first day when they were allowed to eat the fruit of the promised land. Joshua chapter 5 verses 10 through 12 it is written And the children of Israel encamped in Gilgal and kept the Passover on the 14th day of the month that evening in the plains of Jericho. And they did eat of the old corn of the land on the morrow after the Passover which is going to be the 15th which begins unleavened bread. So they ate unleavened cakes and parched Corn in the self same day. In the manna feast on the morrow after they had eaten of the old corn of the land that would be the 16th neither had the children of Israel manna anymore but they did eat of the fruit of the land of Canaan that year so the manna ceases on the 16th and following it is said that they eat of the fruit of the land of Canaan that year which was then Aviv or Nisan 17 when it was then possible to do so Yeshua is resurrected on Aviv Aviv or Nisan 17. He's crucified on Passover on Aviv or Nisan 14. He's in the grave three days and three nights which gives us to Aviv or Nisan 17. Matthew chapter 12 verse 40 says, For as Jonah was three days and three nights in the whale's belly, so shall the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. Matthew chapter 16 verse 21 says, From that time forth began Yeshua to show unto his disciples how that he must go unto Jerusalem and suffer many things of the elders and chief priests and scribes, and be killed and be raised again the third day. Yeshua is the first fruits of the resurrection of life. He's called the first fruit. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verses 20 through 23, it is written, but now is Messiah risen from the dead and become the first fruits of them that slept. For since by man came death, that's Adam, by man, that is Yeshua, came also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Messiah shall all be made alive. But every man in his own order, this is the order of resurrection this is the order of harvest which the harvest includes a first fruit harvest messiah the first fruit afterward they that are messiahs at his coming which is the greater harvest yeshua is the firstborn of many brethren for whom he did foreknow he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son that he might be the firstborn among many brethren or the first born among many firstborn because the body of Messiah is a congregation of firstborn the believers in Yeshua as the Messiah are first fruit of the creation of the God of Israel James chapter 1 verse 18 says of his own will begat he us with the word of truth that we should be a kind of first fruit of his creatures this is going to conclude our teaching on the festival of first fruits and And from this festival, we have learned that in Leviticus chapter 23, it was commanded that an omer, which is interpreted by the rabbis to be of barley, was initially offered and that... This gets associated with a first fruits festival. And looking at first fruits, which the Hebrew word is bikarim, that word in Hebrew is associated or linked with reshit, which is the first or the beginning of all things, and it is also associated or linked with bakor, which is the Hebrew word for the firstborn. First fruits or bikarim is associated with reshit or the beginning. The Torah is called the beginning and it existed before the creation of the heavens and the earth in Proverbs chapter 8 verses 22 and 23. Israel is called the Reshit or the beginning in Jeremiah chapter 2 verse 3 and the Messiah is called the Reshit or the beginning in Colossians chapter 1 and verse 18. Therefore the Torah, Israel, and the Messiah are all one and cannot be separated from each other. Adam was created and he had the place in the position of being a firstborn who had the position of a king and a priest and also he had the birthright blessing and ultimately that which he had gets passed down to Shem to Abraham and then unto Jacob. Jacob then takes these things and Ephraim and Manasseh is given the birthright blessing or the blessing of the firstborn. The kingship is given to Judah and the priesthood as a result of the sin of the golden calf, the Levites receive the priesthood. So on the linear level, this king, priest, firstborn, which is what you need to rule and reign on the earth. You need all of these things together to rule and reign on the earth. On the linear level, they are split between Judah being the king and Ephraim being the firstborn or the birthright blessing and the Levites became the priests. So on the linear physical level, in order for there to be a ruling and reigning on the earth, there has to be a coming together of Ephraim and Judah, which is the coming together of the king, represented by Judah, and the blessing of the fruitfulness of the earth, represented by Ephraim, who has the firstborn or the birthright blessing, along with the Levites, who are the priests. Together, when we bring all of these together, united as one, the kingship, the birthright, or the firstborn blessing, and the priestly function, you are able to rule and reign in the earth spiritually in Messiah the body of Messiah already has this place of being a firstborn of being a king and a priest and in Messiah spiritually can rule and reign in the earth and have greater place and position over the death that comes from the physical world by being in Messiah we are overcomers of the death that reigns in the physical world. So Yeshua is the first fruits as it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 20 and verse 23. Yeshua is not only the first fruit, he's the high priest, he is the king of Israel, he is the firstborn. That is why he is able to rule and reign and be the head of of the body that is named by him, the body of the Messiah. I pray that this teaching on first fruits has been beneficial, insightful, and helpful to you in your studies as we're learning all about the biblical festivals. Well, that's going to conclude part three of the series on the subject, the spiritual understanding of of the festival of first fruits shalom in yeshua the messiah amen